podcast and today's essential warrior Moses. We have all heard the story of how Moses had led Israel or the Israelites out of Egypt. But do we really understand the process of how it, how important it is for us to hear the voice of God? To acknowledge the voice of God and to listen to all of his instructions in the process of doing a major transition as in the case of Moses and leading the children of Israel out of Egypt. God called on Moses. He wanted Moses for He has set aside a special job for him. Now his mother and his father had saw something great in this child. And the king at the time had put out this declaration or this charge that every boy firstborn must be killed. And the mother of Moses was not going to allow that to happen that she hid away her son and she put him in the waters to be drifted off and by God's grace and mercy he was led into the land of Egypt now the sister of Pharaoh found this little boy in this basket And he was floating and she named him Moses for she found him on the water. Now as we all understand the story, of course he grew up. He is a a Pharaoh or in line of being a Pharaoh under um, the manship or the leadership of the one who was the head at the time. Now, as time went on, he discovered who he was. And he discovered that he was actually Hebrew. Now, how many of us, when we discover, let's just say like most, some of the children, not most children, but some children have found out that they were adopted. The first thing that some of those children would like to do is to go and find out who their parents were and why they put them up for adoption. But in this case, he did go and look for his mother or possibly wanted to know who his mother and father was and I'm sure had found out that they were Hebrew. Now, how many of us will really step down from the throne of Most High as far as what they considered in Egypt to become among the slaves along with his brethren in the field 
working for Pharaoh. Now, in the book or in the movie, The Ten Commandments, they put it together as Moses going back and discovering who his mother and father was or who his mother was because she was still living. And he made the decision to denounce the throne of Pharaoh and be among his brothers and sisters in the field. Now, a lot of us will possibly be ashamed of our families if we really truly found out who we really were, if we were adopted and what family we were adopted from. And then we find out that maybe they're rich and so we will want to be a part of that family. But if they're poor, we, you know, we don't want any, any connection of knowing our real true family. And Moses decided that he was going to step down to even not even think about becoming Pharaoh and going on to do what his heart had led him to do. And in doing so, he ran into, he was put out in the wilderness now as we or in the desert as the movie shows. He was out in the desert and he came across uh, these ladies where, you know, they were maintaining, maintaining the sheep and the flock and what have you. And he ran into a harem of women of the daughters of Jethro. Well, you know, he married an Ethiopian woman. The one thing that um, the movie did not entail, and it's understandable and in reason to understand why they did not do that because during the times of when this movie was possibly going in production, they did not agree with mixed marriages, uh, black and white couples, or you know, um, African American or Caucasian. And so we, I can kind of understand why they did not put that in there because it possibly would have had a lot of rejection due to that fact if they actually exposed the truth about the Word of God. That's why it's so important for us to study to show that self-approved. Well, he saw or he went um, to a gathering, but he saw this fire shooting up from a mountain. And, you know, the storyline do show where he kept looking up and he kept seeing it and became curious to him. And it's like he would say it was burning both day and night. And it drew his curiosity. Well, that was God calling him. God wanted his attention. And he went up into that mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. He dwelled with God. He worshipped God. He praised God. And God was giving him instruction. And God was letting Moses know, hey, you know, my people have been crying out. They've been pleading, asking me to pull them out or to take them out of Egypt. And to get them from under the hand or the ruling hand of Pharaoh out of slavery. And if you think about 
our people or the heritage of African Americans when they were under the hand of a slave master. I'm sure that they were praising and, and crying out to God as well, lifting up his name. That's why these old time spirituals had came about because they were crying out unto the Lord, Kumbaya, you know, come by here, my Lord, come by here because they were asking for their freedom just like the Israelites were asking for their freedom. Now as the story goes along, we all understand that Moses was told by God to go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And you know, I'm sure that if in great detail Moses was possibly asking God, how on earth are you expecting me to do that? That is such a big task that you're asking me to do. And in today's time, when God asks us to do a very big task, we see it or we feel that it's impossible to do. We don't understand why God would even ask us to do a task that seems so far-fetched. But God knows what he's doing. And this is where our trust and our faith falls in alignment with what God's will is because he knows we don't know what we're doing. Because if we knew what we were doing, we would have possibly have a whole lot of other things done by now if we knew what we were doing. And especially with Moses. If he knew what he was doing, I'm sure Israelites would have been out of Egypt a long time ago if he knew what he was doing. But God is using us as vessels to get his will done. And in the case of Moses, this is what was so essential for him to do. To get the Israelites out of Egypt to tell Pharaoh to let God's people go. Now God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And I believe that God hardened his heart to try Moses, to prove to Moses that if you just trust me, I know what I'm doing. You just do what I ask you to do. And if we fast forward it in today's time, what have God asked you to do that you may look at it as being so impossible for you to do? That you don't have a clue what you're doing. Sit back and think about that. What have God summoned you to do? Have given it to you in a dream? Or woke you up in the middle of the night? Or stated to you by word of someone else that had prophesied something to you? And you're looking at like... um. I don't have a clue how to even begin this project. Why would God ask me to do Why can't God give me something that I'm familiar with? That's not what he wants from us. 
He wants us to learn how to trust Him. He wants us to learn how to lean on Him. How to obey Him. That no matter how far-fetched that request may be, to know that He is God and He know what He's doing. Think about how much better our lives would be if we just say, okay, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing, but if you lead the way, I'll go. If we would stop giving God so much resistance and just surrender and just say, okay, Lord, whatever your will, I will do. How much easier things will be in our lives. Moses gave God a little hesitation. Because he was explaining to God that he didn't speak very well. That he wouldn't know how to go in and make this request known. And truthfully I, and honestly, I think I would be afraid as well. That if God asked me to do something so great to a person or a, a, a Pharaoh, someone of great leadership, to be bold and to stand before him and tell him to let God's people go, yeah, that's a bold move. But as I've stated before, God knows what he's doing. We just have to learn to trust him. Learn to walk with Him. Learn to abide by what His requests may be. Now, it may seem like it's a difficult process, but it's not. It's just, it takes a lot of bravery, a lot of courage, and definitely a lot of endurance. Because the harder you make it, the longer it's going to take for you to do the job that God has required you to do. Now, as he went to Pharaoh and he said, the Lord said, let my people go. And Pharaoh told him, no, I will not let your people go. And he turned around and he left. And I'm sure that he probably went back to God and said, okay, God, I, I made the request. I told him that you told me to tell him to let his people go or let your people go. And he refused. And so God told him, well, go back and tell him that for three days and for three nights, you will have no water for the water will be made of blood. And I know that it has an order and I don't have it right in front of me. But I know that turning the water to blood was one of the, the curses that God had placed in, in, in action. So when Moses went back and he told Pharaoh, okay, you will not let God's people go for three days and for three nights. You will not have water to drink. And for that three days and three days, there was no water for them to drink for. It was blood. Moses' faith grew 
as he saw what God was doing. It wasn't anything that he was doing that was so great. And this is where I always make a statement and I reiterate this. That we cannot take credit for something that God is doing. We can't say, look what I did. Look what, how much power I have. No, this is all God. Because remember, you was afraid. You was the one telling God, there's no way I can do this. How are you expecting me to do this without any power? You're asking me to go before Pharaoh and tell them to let your people go? How is this going to work? That even to the point he was saying, I can't speak that well. And God said, I'm not even going to let you get out of that one. Let Aaron speak. For he speaks well. In other words, there was no way out. You were going to do what God asked you to do. Point blank. And so he went back again and again and again. It was different phases. And I will do in my part two of Moses what all of the plagues were that God has sent through there to demonstrate not only to Pharaoh who he was dealing with, but to Moses to let him know there's nothing to worry about. I have this. All I need for you to do is to go speak for me. Go speak on my behalf. And that's what we are. We are mouthpieces for God. This is what we are. This is what we are supposed to do. Whether it's on a big platform or in front of one person, we are supposed to speak for God. Not of ourselves, not what we think or what we feel or what could be but of God and he alone. Now, Moses, as he his faith grew, he became more powerful in God. And let me repeat that. He became powerful in God, not of himself. His faith grew immensely. Now, as he continued to go back to Pharaoh and going back to Pharaoh, he wanted Pharaoh to understand that God is not going to let up until you let his people go. And although Moses may not have known that God had hardened Pharaoh's heart, and Pharaoh may not understand why God or why his heart was being hardened except for his pride maybe, his ego, that no uh, person that was under the roof of Pharaoh that is now a Hebrew is going to come into his palace to tell him to let his people go, God's people go. How dare he? But God had a point to prove that no matter how weak we think we are 
or how bullheaded or strong another person may be, he is still the one in control. He is the one that has the power that he can make the weakest strong and the strongest weak because he is this, that kind of God. Now, this is part one of Moses the essential warrior and although we all are familiar with his story it's always good to really dive in and find out more about Moses I will continue on with the essential warrior but I'm also going to do a story or in the Bible as well with Moses at a later date but this essential warrior is very powerful and he is the one who can inspire all of us on some level or another that it doesn't matter how big the request that God makes he will always give us what we need to conquer whatever his request may be this is Kim with standing on solid ground you have yourself a wonderful and blessed day